0: Welcome to the One for the Money Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner and here I will teach you the tips, tricks, and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you joined us on the show. Welcome to episode 57 of the One for the Money podcast. I am so very grateful you take the time to listen. When it comes to retirement for citizens in the US of A, you have 50 different states to choose from where you would like to spend your retirement. It's not a decision to take lightly as there are advantages and disadvantages that every state offers. There are a host of factors to consider when retiring to another state, and I'll go over a few of them here. In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I will share a tax-saving strategy for those that have residences in two different states. Thank you for listening. Now on with the show. Growing up in Canada, I obviously didn't learn the entertaining songs sung in elementary school to assist students with their efforts to learn U.S. history. But having our three sons go through elementary school here in Southern California, I've been able to enjoy hearing such songs as Yankee Doodle, This Land Is Your Land, and of course, The 50 Nifty United States which, as the song states, came from 13 original colonies. Another song sung by the students is America the Beautiful, and having been fortunate to visit most of the states and over 20 national parks in this country, I can wholeheartedly agree that America is indeed the beautiful, with my favorites being Glacier, Yosemite, Crater Lake, Bryce Canyon, and Zion National Parks, I've had the opportunity to visit 46 of the 50 nifty United States with just North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Alaska as the exceptions. Every state is wonderful, and every state offers advantages and disadvantages to their respective residents, and especially for retirees. Some of those advantages are weather-related. Others can be related to how the state taxes different types of income. There are a lot of additional factors to consider when retiring to another state. Helping clients assess a relocation to another state is a service I provide to my clients to help ensure that they have considered many factors so they can feel confident about their ultimate decision. Recently, I helped clients of mine analyze a host of factors such as their rental properties in their current state, the property they were considering purchasing in the new state, the respective taxation in each state, along with a host of other factors. The comprehensive plan provided them with the confidence to make the decision to move and to sell some of their properties. Now, more than a few Americans decide to relocate to another state. Smart Asset examined the U.S. Census Bureau migration data to uncover where retirees are moving. They noted, unsurprisingly, that a lot of seniors are moving out of the expensive northeastern cities and into other parts of the country. Here were some of the key findings of their analysis of the census data. The most popular city for retirees to move to was Mesa, Arizona, which topped the list for the nation's highest net gain of seniors for the third consecutive year. In fact, the influx of retirees more than doubled that of the 2nd place city. The most popular state, Florida, which saw a massive influx of seniors. Florida netted more than 78,000 senior residents from other states in 2021, three times as many as the second-ranked state. Miami, Jacksonville, St. Petersburg, and Tampa, all placed among the top 20 cities gaining the most seniors. Smart Asset noted that taxes and climate appear to influence retirees, with Nevada, Texas, and Florida took six of the top 10 spots for where retirees are moving. As Smart Asset mentioned, coincidentally or not, these states represent the intersection of warm climates and no state income tax. Florida was attractive due to its warm climate and no state income tax, four sun belts, namely Arizona, South Carolina, North Carolina, and Tennessee, had the next largest net migrations of people 60 and older. Now, the states that lost the most residents, California at over 70,000, New York over 45,000, followed by Illinois, New Jersey, and Massachusetts that lost 26, 13, and 9,000 seniors respectively. While California is warm, the commonality amongst these states is the higher income taxes. Clearly, taxes and temperature are a significant factor, but what are all of the considerations one should weigh when deciding to move to a new state? Here are a handful of things to keep in mind. I'll start with the most obvious reasons for moving to another state in retirement. The first, I'd say, is proximity to family. For many young families, California has become cost prohibitive, and these young families have moved to the Southwest and beyond where they can afford a home. Many in their 60s who had raised their kids in California are the only ones that remain. This is the most compelling reason when considering to retire to another state. As you get older, you want to cherish your time with family. Obviously, you'll get more of that when you live closer to one another. Additionally, you may need some assistance as you get older, so you'll want to have family close to help you. Clearly, being geographically close to family is a compelling reason to retire to another state, but maybe not too close to your family. As the comedian George Burns put it, happiness is having a large, loving, caring, close-knit family in another city. But I should note that he didn't say in another state. Cost of living, I would say, is the next important factor when considering retiring to another state. This has more to do with taxes as things can be significantly more or less expensive. Housing, gasoline, and electricity in the state of California are the highest in the nation. When you are retired, you tend to be on a fixed income, and so you need to consider the cost of living in the state in which you retire. Climate, maybe that's the next most important factor when consider retiring to another state. There's a reason why more retirees are moving to sunnier climes such as Florida, Arizona, Texas, and the like. Years ago, I asked an elderly gentleman why he decided to move to California from Canada, and I'll never forget his answer. He said that the way he was going to decide where to move was to tie a snow shovel on the top of his car and drive south. And the first person he encountered that said, what's that? was going to be where he was going to move. Having endured some harsh Canadian winters, I can more than empathize. As I often tell my Canadian friends and family, there is nothing like the smell of fresh cut grass in January. Taxes are a huge consideration when deciding to retire to another state. Some states tax income at higher rates. Some don't tax income at all. Some tax Social Security benefits and some don't at all. Others have no to low income rates but have higher property tax rates to make up for it. Some have high sales tax and a few have none. Here are the details for state taxation that must be considered courtesy of Investopedia, one of my favorite resources for financial knowledge. As of 2023, the states with the top marginal individual income tax rates were not surprisingly, California at 13.3%, Hawaii at 11%, New York at 10.9, New Jersey at 10.75 and Washington D.C. at 10.75. The states with the lowest individual income tax rates were Indiana at 3.15% and Pennsylvania at 3.07%. However, Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas and Wyoming have no state income tax, while New Hampshire only taxes interest and dividend income and Washington only taxes capital gains income. As of 2023, Hawaii, Alabama, and Colorado are the states with the lowest real estate or property tax rates. Hawaii's was 0.29%, Alabama's 0.41%, and Colorado's was 0.51%. The states that had the highest property taxes were Connecticut, Illinois, and New Jersey, who were all above 2%. How do the different rates translate into an annual property tax bill? Well, take a home valued at $217,500. 217500 In Hawaii, the homeowner would pay $631 a year in property taxes. In New Jersey, they'd pay over $5,000. Now, only five states don't have statewide sales taxes. That's Alaska, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, and Oregon. Besides state-level sales taxes, 38 states have local sales taxes as well. Now, the states with the lowest average combined state and local taxes are Alaska At 1.76%, Hawaii at 4.44%, and Wyoming at 5.3%. And those with the highest combined state and local are Arkansas at nearly 9.5%, Tennessee at over 9.5%, and Louisiana also over 9.5%. As a Kitsis.com article on the subject states, assessing states based on taxes is not as straightforward as it seems. They noted that the tricky part is navigating the many nuances and exceptions included in the different tax codes of the 50 states. Many states either have income-based limitations on the tax benefits that higher-income retirees can realize, while others cap the total amount of retirement tax benefits that an individual can use. For example, there are 32 states and the District of Columbia that completely exclude Social Security income from their normal income taxation. And there are two states that fully tax Social Security, namely Utah and Montana. Now, Illinois, Pennsylvania, and Mississippi don't tax any pension or retirement plan income, and a number of other taxes have partial exclusions from income tax. It's surprising what you find when you review the data. Looking at the average income tax rates for combined income from pensions, retirement plans, social security, and investment income, the highest tax states may surprise you. It's Utah, Oregon, Montana, Massachusetts, Minnesota, West Virginia, and Vermont. Not the usual suspects. I'll include a link to the exhaustive article from Kitsis. From a taxation perspective, there are so many considerations, which is why I'd recommend you speak with a certified financial planner about your plans because you only get one chance at retirement. Well, in short, if you are looking to retire to another state, some of the factors you will want to consider is proximity to family, the climate, the cost of living, and of course, taxes. Because if you live close to family near the border of two different states, it might make a big difference in which of the 50 nifty United States, you decide to retire to. Well, thank you again for listening. I hope you did find this helpful. Now on to the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast. Welcome to the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast, where I will share a tax-saving strategy for those who have residences in two different states we'll call it the 183 rule. Why that number? Because there are 365 days in a year and 183 days is just over half. If a person has residences in two different states, say California and Nevada, they would want to become a resident in Nevada and spend 183 days or more in their Nevada residence. This would ensure that their income would be taxed at Nevada rates and not California's because they spent the majority of their time in Nevada. That's a significant tax savings. A warning though, that you will want to make sure you really do live outside of California for 183 or more days as California and other states do conduct residency audits to ensure you are actually living outside of the state. They look at cell phone records, electricity usage, and other factors to confirm you weren't in the high-tax state for more than 182 days. Here are the best practices to show a residency in another state. Update your mailing address with the Postal Service and have bills and financial statements sent directly to your new home. Obtain a driver's license in your new state. Register to vote in your new state. Close any accounts at local banks in your old state and open a new account in your new one. Buy or rent a home in your new state and record how many days you spend in your new state versus your previous one. Well, these were courtesy of Investopedia for which I will include a link to in the show notes. Again, I hope you found this helpful. And remember, a better life is a result of better planning. Have a great one. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional